Bokatol, we're doing Haftara of Parashat Bo. Haftara of Bo, similar to the Haftara of Vaera, is going to be a Nevoa against Egypt. The difference is going to be who the Navi is. Who is the Navi this time? Yirmiyahu. So Yirmiyahu and, and, uh, and um, Yechazkel, from last week was Yechazkel, um, were prophesying at very similar times. I think they were both around the destruction of Bayit Rishon. And Yechazkel, what was interesting with him was that he was taken captive to Babylon. And Yirmiyahu later was taken captive and ended up, ended up in Egypt. So they both experienced actually uh, going to Chul. They both experienced going to Chutz Laaretz. But both of them, because they're both at the same time, they both had the same complaint with Egypt, and that was that Am Yisrael was making alliances with them. Okay, so that was like the classic problem that Am Yisrael had with Egypt: that they were allying themselves with people that Boreolam did not want them to be allies with. Now, the reason I don't know—I mean, you have to study the Nevi'im more in depth. I'm not an expert in Yechazkel and Yirmiyahu to know, or the history of the time to know what was the problem with the alliance with Egypt. I mean, I mean, is Boreolam upset at us today for making an alliance with uh, Dubai America. Uh, or America? Like, what, what, what are even with Egypt? Even with Egypt, is Boreolam upset at us today? What, what's the but difference between then and peace. now? Peace is not really, you know, you can say alliance. You're right. So, so in that case, they I were relying. No, no, but you are right. They were, they depend, were depending depend on, on them for today, their military. The are depending on Israel. That's a good point. It's the opposite. That's a good point. We're not today. Modern Israel does not rely militarily on any other country. Yeah. In those times, we were relying on the Egyptians for the strength. Maybe. Yes. UAE is buying all the security, everything from Israel. Yeah. Everything from Israel. They're lucky. They have good friends now. They woke up. And now Boreolam is going to bless them. I can't wait to see what happens to the Arab world. They're all going to be with the Israel. They're all, they're all going to be extremely I think, successful. I think they're going to all attach themselves it's, to Israel it's, more than America. Uh, yeah, probably because America is going to start siding with this China and, and Russia. This, um, is, this is Shia. It's going, it's going to be interesting because this is the test of the brachot of Abraham. If, if you find an investment opportunity that allows you to, to, you know what an ETF is? It allows you to track multiple stocks, right? So you can invest in one thing, and then, and then if, let's say, the, the, most of the stocks go up, then you make money. So, is it, is it, so I was thinking if you could find a stock that's invested in, in, in companies that are from uh, Saudi Arabia and, and UAE and Bahrain and Morocco... Then I would invest in that stock right now. I have a good feeling that they're going to go up, and also because um, business situation in America is going to deteriorate. Probably, I mean, if if the administration right now does what it's planning on doing, then for sure, then it's going to be. It's smart right now to have in mind that there is going to be business opportunity in the Middle East. Now, is it going to be as easy? Probably not. It's all going to be in Arabic. Also, I don't know if it's going to be easy, but whatever. It's just what. Uh, that's based on the Brachot of Abraham. That's what you can expect. If the Brachot of Abraham are going to befall the Arabs at this point, then it would be a good time to invest. Okay, Pasuk 13. This is from the 46th chapter of Yirmiyahu. And it's Pasuk 13. Yud Gimel. 
the word that God spoke to Yirmiyahu the Navi to come to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, to strike Mitzrayim. Last time we also had Nebuchadnezzar striking yes. Mitzrayim. He's so always there, there, huh? Nebuchadnezzar, yeah, Nebuchadnezzar. It's him. It's, it, he's the tool that Borei Olam uses to enact. He gave him, last time he gave him Mitzrayim. Yeah, last time he gave him Mitzrayim as a gift for taking over Tzor. That's funny because right. that was that was Yechizkel. This is Yirmiyahu. I know, I know. I was I was I was pointing that out that they're both saying the same thing. Hagidu be menof uftach panches imru ityatzeh behachen lach ki achel acherev sevivecha. Speak to Mitzrayim and make known in Migdol and make uh, make heard in Nof and Tachpan Ches. These are all cities in Egypt. I mean, Mitzrayim is Mitzrayim, but then Migdol, Nof, and Tachman Ches are famous cities in Egypt. And say, stand and prepare yourself, because the sword will be eating your surroundings. Why have your strong ones been swept away? They did not stand, because God has pushed them. They increasingly stumbled. They fell. A man upon his friend. And they all said, Let's go and return to our lands, to the lands where we were born, because of the oppressing sword. What is this Pasuk referring to? Who are these people? Where are these people referring, uh, returning? Returning? Oh. From Babel. Um. Egypt was a place of a lot of trade. Egypt was a place, it was like a metropolis and it was a multicultural city or a multicultural so country. The Suez Canal is I mean, uh, especially in those days where it was like the, one of the, still one of the centers of the world. So all of the internationals from Egypt were saying, time to go. Well, you know, I, like in America right now, I, we keep talking about the destruction of America, it's getting depressing. But, but in America right now, people, a lot of people come to America for business opportunities. So who are the first people that leave a country? When a country starts to deteriorate, the people who have, who have family in another country and are just there for business. Okay. They cried there, the king of Egypt is but a noise. Okay, that's how they translated it here. Uh, he had let the appointed time pass by, meaning that our, our time is done, something like that. The time of Egypt is done. Swears God, God says, On my life, says the king Hashem, Adonai Tzavachemo, God of legions. The same way Tavor is one of the mountains, and Carmel is hanging over the sea. Carmel is a cliff, a famous cliff. Okay? The same way these natural mountains and rocky things exist. You Egyptians should prepare your provisions or your, your vessels for exile, daughter of Mitzrayim. Because Nof, that city that we spoke about, will become destroyed and will be completely uh, chopped down without anybody dwelling there. So this is a promise, by the way, by which king? The king... Adonai Tzivaot, that's like God's military name. Okay? So God's military name is making a promise that Mitzrayim is going to be no more. Now we're going to describe a little bit of uh, Egypt in, in some animalistic terms, meaning, meaning they're going, they're animalistic metaphors, you have to know what they mean in order to understand what's happening here. 
Um, so Egypt is going to be described as like a, a, a fattened cow. It's a good thing until the cow gets destroyed, right? Egypt is very fair heifer, but what's a keretz? How do they translate keretz? Type of type of insect. No. It's uh, Pasuk 20. Egypt is a beautiful calf, but a goring horn from the north is coming. A goring horn. Okay, keretz is a horn. Keretz mitzafon bava. Right? Also, they're hired ones. Who are the hired ones of Egypt? Mercenaries. mercenaries. The mercenaries are in there. They're like Egle Marbek. Egle Marbek are um, calves, fattened calves. And so the mercenaries are all well fed and they're prepared for war. But, but they turned and they ran away. They did not stand. Because their day of reckoning has come. The time of, of, their, um, of their visitation. It's a good translation. Visitation. Uh, by the way, also in war, the, the worst warriors are typically the mercenaries. I mean, they may be well trained, but they have no... No, the, no, the, no, they have, they have no, no allegiance, they have no allegiance to the, meaning the mercenaries that you hire to defend your they own side. No, nobody on their head. They have no, they have no, they have no allegiance to the country. They have no nationalistic they're pride. They're getting paid to protect yeah, the land. They're getting paid, right? But they're, but they're, they're, but they're getting, they're getting paid, so they want to live. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, at the end of the day, at Bush comes through, they want to live, so they're going to run away whenever things get bad. Interesting. Its voice is going like the hissing of a snake. This is Egypt talking. I mean, this is Egypt. Egypt's voice will be going away like the hissing of a snake. Because, let's see, they march with an army. Oh, this is the enemies. The enemies come with an army. And they're coming with axes to cut down trees or like tree cutters. And then they cut down its forest, says Hashem, until you could not even find them. Because the enemy was more than a locust, yes. and they had no number. So yes. this is the connection to Parashat yes. Bo, which opens up with the plague of locusts. Okay, good. So besides for the judgment upon Egypt, there's a more specific reference to the locusts. Okay, 24. Mitzrayim has become dried out and they've been given to the nation of the north. We said nation of the north is always a description of Assyria or Babylonia. Okay, or Babylon. And he said, yeah, Babylonia is coming to the army, you know. Right, right, exactly. I just don't know where Amon is. Amon must be another city in Egypt. Oh, Amon, Amon of Noah is a god. Amon of Noah is, yes. Noah is as a god. So Hashem says in this pasuk, Adonai Tzavod says, I'm going to visit upon Amon of Noah, the god Amon of Noah, and on Paro, I don't know which god this is, Ve'al Mitzrayim, Ve'al Elohea, Ve'al Melachea, and on its gods and on its kings, Ve'al Paro, Ve'al Abotachimbo, and on Paro and the people who relied upon him. Untatim biyad mevakshen akshem uviyad nemuchad netzar retzar melech vavelu biyad abada ve'acherechen tishkon kimekedem numa donai. And I'm going to give them in the hands of the people who seek out their souls, meaning the people, their enemies, and into the hands of nuchad retzar melech vavel. 
and the hands of his servants. Yes. And then, Tishkon kemekedem neumadonai. And then, they will once again live like in the days of old, says Hashem. Meaning after a 40-year period, maybe, maybe 40 years, Egypt will come back. Where did I get 40 years from? From the 40 years of the desert. No, from the 40 years from last week's Haftarah. That Yechazkel. Oh, yeah. Yechazkel said Egypt will be destroyed for 40, 40. years. Meaning even Yirmiyahu, even Yirmiyahu in his prophecy about Egypt is saying the same thing. That afterwards, Tishkon kemekedem, that they will live once again like the days of old. So maybe that's a proof that they're referring to the same exact thing. Okay. This is so beautiful. It's probably talking about today, to be honest. But fear not, Jacob, my servant. Don't be dismayed, Israel, for I will save you from afar and your seed from the land of their captivity. And Jacob again shall be quiet and at ease. And none shall make him afraid. Don't fear my servant Yaakov because I am with you. I'm going to destroy all the nations that I've pushed you there. But to you I will not do destruction. I will judge you or I will, I will, um, I will bring upon, I will punish you according to justice. But, but I will never utterly destroy you. So that's the story of the Jewish people, huh? We're getting punished in a just way. A but I mean, to, some, to be honest, it feels a little bit more like a spank. But, but, uh, but they were, we will never be destroyed. And then, at some point after that, will be quiet and at ease with, no, with nobody making, scaring us. Bezrat Hashem, that this time should come. Amen. You know, we're, I feel like we're almost there. Yeah. Times are changing. Yeah. You know, all the, the peace that we're seeing today is very, very exciting. So maybe that, maybe that is the, the coming of the times of Mashiach. Amen. Yeah, after the Holocaust, you see all this, you know, they, they return, they're tranquil, they're, you know, after yeah. we saved them from afar. This era. It's hard to know when the Navi yeah. is referring to this. I mean, that. Uh, well, you could refer to it, I guess. For... I mean, the Holocaust was such a big thing that it could be a lot of the Nevuot that talk about the spanking that Egypt, that, that Israel will get. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But we didn't learn our no, lesson because, to go. No, because it says, You shall be tranquil, Jacob shall return and be tranquil and complacent, and, and none shall make him tremble. You know, where it's more more than today. You see it now. They have your own country. Once you're, you're much more relaxed when you have your own home. Yeah, Rosh Hashem should be even more more relaxed. More and more and more relaxed. Yeah. Amen. 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 Amen.